0: Welcome everybody to the Stabcast for a very special episode. Uh, We're doing things a little different this time, Mindy. I'm Dan. This is Mindy, by the way. Yeah,
1: hello everybody. We are doing Stabcast Music Special.
0: Yeah, Uh, so horror fans, if you're into the the music and the bops and the jams and a lot of our favorite horror movies are riddled with soundtracks of them, uh, stick around and and it's going to be a really good time. And also, this is for other people, just general music lovers. Me and Mindy grew up in music and have been big music fans our whole lives. So this is a huge, huge thing for us. And we're doing our top 50 favorite songs of all time. Well, we
1: should say top 100, because basically what we're doing is...
0: Top 50 apiece. Top 50
1: apiece, yeah.
0: So it's my top 50 favorite and Mindy top 50 favorite. So uh, this is going to be a really good time. I'm excited. I know we have... Kind of completely different but somewhat similar music taste at the same time. It's very weird. Yeah. It's kind of similar to, like, our movie and horror taste, too, to where it's, like, different but same and, like, yeah. it meets in in certain areas. And mm-hmm. uh, it's going to be a good time, and I'm excited. And, you know, got a couple hours. You want to get to it?
1: Yeah. The only thing I'm going to say, though, is if you don't watch the TikTok, uh, that cast tip, TikTok, then you're not going to know this. So I wanna let everyone know that they have officially confirmed a release date for Shocky season three. And it'll be October
0: third. Fuck yeah. There you go. And also that new Texas Chainsaw Massacre game is fucking awesome.
1: Okay. I just
0: got it and it's fucking better than Dead by Daylight. The guys that made Friday the thirteenth did a really good job at coming back with this. Playing at leather (laughs) his leather face feels awesome uh
1: and i came in guys and i watched him <clears throat> play it and i was like oh my god that looks
0: so cool oh uh, dude it's I, uh, so realistic
1: the blood on him and shit like, oh my god they did such a good job
0: oh uh, finding people hiding in fridges grabbing them out and putting the blade through their gut feels so satisfying yeah there's this the
1: woman uh running up the stairs and I grab the bitch
0: yeah, it can be hard. It's fun. I I like it a lot. And I hope it does well. And it's a nice online game that I think has a lot of traction right now. And it's do and it's horror, so I figured let's bring it up. Yep. And so far, I'd probably give it like an eight out of ten. I love it. Uh, but, uh, definitely. Let's uh, and that's that's a little something for our horror fans. And also, we'll be going to see The Nun when it comes out and other stuff. And, and we we'll...
1: have a lot of <coughs> movies that are coming out that we'll make sure that we.
0: I think the next movie Close we do next week for the horror fans on the Stabcast next Monday will probably be Nightmare 3. Yeah. So, Nightmare on Elm Street 3.
1: Um, Just to fill in the gap, because, uh, I mean, yeah, Saw X is coming up. It's got a new Willie State that's coming up in the very first week of September. I am not a huge Saw fan. No. That being said, there's a 50-50 shot. As to whether Daniel will even get me in the theater and my seat, rather than have me sit through the whole fucking thing, because that'll be a miracle thing in itself. I just I'm not a saw person.
0: I don't
1: I don't like prolonged torture. Yeah, I'm okay with a little bit of torture here or there or talking about torture or whatnot, whatever. But I'm not okay with the prolonged
0: torture scene. Yeah,
1: and if it's going more than thirty seconds, that's long enough.
0: It's all, it, it does get to be a little much, and I don't
1: but blame. It. I tried watching uh, Spiral, and they had this motherfucker hanging from his tongue, guys, in the subway. Yeah. On a chair, and it's like, oh my god! Even if he does make it out, like, oh my, how? Like yeah. Jesus, he's in a pit with the train, and his tongue is caught yeah And like that was when i like that was like the first death i want to say and like i stuck in i told daniel i watched him die i watched another person die and then this other person was hooked up to this like electrical trap in water and i was like nope nope yeah and my first first saw daniel will tell you first saw masterpiece creme de la creme
0: good loves
1: that movie second saw Getting a little too close, little too to much. uncomfortableness.
0: Yeah,
1: but it's all right.
0: Mhm. <laughs> the
1: third class, little Dahmer. He was really excited about watching it.
0: Yeah, it was too she much. turns
1: it on. How sudden! There's pig guts and shit, <laughs> and I ditched Daniel and I. I went up to my best friend side Billy and I was like, "Hey, you're gonna have to go through this because I can't." And he's like, "What?" And I was like, "There's pig guts and shit. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to." Suck it up. You're the guy. I'm a girl. So have yeah. fun. And he's like, "What about Doug?" I'm like, "No, go." Yeah. And then like he lasted like maybe like a good fifteen more minutes, and you're like, "This really is gross." Yeah. And Billy was like, "Thank God," and he turned it off, and I was like, oh, "Okay, good." And you're like, "I'm sorry. It really was gross." So sure. like, unfortunately, like other than the first one in Jigsaw. Which was pretty good in my book. It was pretty decent. Wasn't that torturous? Other than those... Spiral with Chris Rock was kind of fun. But I thought that was pretty torturous. I couldn't was. make it through that. Like I told you, the tongue and the tongue, that was just too much. Yeah, it was. Um, uh. But, I mean, honestly, will I watch Thought X once it gets out of theaters? Probably. Especially yeah. if Daniel wants to watch it. Yeah. Probably. But... Am I going to go to theaters and watch it? No. No, absolutely not. Because I already know I'm not going to have a fun time. I'm either going to throw up or I'm going to pass out. I already know that. And I have a very high threshold. But anyways, let's get to the show.
0: Yeah, let's do it. Top 50 favorite songs of all time. Uh I'm going to let you go first. Mindy, what is your number 50?
1: My number 50, and everyone is going to be like, ah, she's so old, <laughs> Um, is the song I Love You Baby, which is a very classic song. I'm sure a lot of you know it. Um, The first part of it is like, you're too good to be true. I can't take my eyes off of you. Everyone knows that. Yeah. But not a lot of people know that it was actually first performed by Frank Sinatra.
0: Ooh.
1: Yes, not by the band that performed it in the 1960s. Yeah. So that's who I had down.
0: Yeah.
1: Is his his version? Because there's there's no beating that classic jazz that he has going on. There's no beating that band.
0: Yeah, there that is. That he has. Yeah.
1: It's just, it's great. Like I listened to it because I I honestly didn't even know that he was the one that wrote it. And Sharon's like oh I'm gonna hit her <laughs> I'm
0: gonna hit her.
1: I, I I didn't even know. And then I listened to it, and I was like, oh, wow, this is beautiful. That is so, beautiful. yeah. I mean, should it have probably been a little bit lower? Yes, but don't hate. Hell, yeah. Right, go ahead, Daniel. All
0: right, my number 50 is a song that might be a bit overplayed nowadays, but it's still one of the best damn songs to walk into a bar to or walk to a fight to. I'm going ACDC, Back in Black. Uh, there's just something about the... That, Da-da. It's that's just, just badass I, There's something fun about it I And it doesn't take itself too seriously It's ACDC in their wild Like best form mm-hmm. It's probably my favorite song from them It is like overplayed in like every action movie Ever and shit Yeah. And a lot of people use it for stuff But I, I, I There's just something when that comes on You just can't help but fucking like Move your head a little So I gotta go ACDC Back in black Right. I'll, I'll give it to you.
1: So, 49 is, I picked uh, the song called The Way. It, it was done by a band called uh, Fastball. Daniel probably doesn't have any idea who they are because they came out and were already done with their careers by the time Daniel was two.
0: Yeah.
1: So, basically, though, I really like this because it's a story yeah inside of a song because it's actually about these this couple that just packs up their stuff and just leaves yeah they just start walking and they just start going and they don't know the way to go anywhere they just leave
0: yeah and
1: fastball writer whatever found this to be particularly intriguing yeah so he wrote the song about it and he actually did like Put in like the actual headline. He actually like hit the first part of it is actually like they made up their minds, so they started walking. Yeah. And it's like, oh wow, like this is a this is something like this is a story. Yeah. That he's telling. It is. So it was really good. I mean, chorus little cheesy, a little bit.
0: Little cheesy, yeah. Little
1: cheesy, but honestly, lyrics were very, 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 very good. There I were. really liked it. And the sound was also really good as well. I mean, honestly, I can't sit here and tell you any other songs that they did. Because I don't know. Yeah. But Give Me a Break, I was six and this came out.
0: Yeah, exactly. So,
1: <laughs> I mean, uh, there's only so much I can do. They were a huge band. Yeah. So, but I will have to say The Way was a very, very good musical piece. Because it didn't just give you, like amazing vocals and amazing um amazing lyrics and amazing like uh instrument playing and whatnot it combined it all together yeah and it made a story
0: and that's what matters yes
1: so daniel you're 49
0: my 49 is one that's it's a fun one it's one that i blasted as a kid and i loved and from a guy that I really liked, and I'm not a country guy. I think this might be the only country piece you see. You might get a little country rap later or something. You're gonna get a lot of hip hop, maybe a little bit of rock, not much metal, some pop punk and stuff like that. That's what you get with me. But there's a country song. It's that you sometimes when you're hanging out with maybe like a girlfriend or even some of your your boys, and you're hanging out, you're chilling, you're having a drink, whatever, and you just can't get a fucking word in. They won't shut the fuck up. And it just kind of makes you think of that Toby Keith song, I Want to Talk About Me.
1: I knew it. And I knew it. I knew it. As soon as you said, <laughs> I know, I'm not going to put a lot of you on here, but here we go. It's all like, oh, that little
0: jerk. Sure. That song is fucking amazing. And there's just something about when when Toby's just like, <laughs> I want <talk> <laughs> to talk, talk about love love yeah yeah and you, you and like, it's just it, it works so well and it's such a fun and it's like you got a lot of countries like i where, i mean when you think of it you think of like the small town and them hanging out in the truck and the like falling in love and drinking and stuff like that but this is just a funny twist on just like something that everybody deals with you always everybody's going to meet a jabber jaw at some point and there's nothing wrong with being a jabber jaw, it's fun being the life of the conversation and stuff too. But it's funny just Toby Keith just like saying how people feel. So it's a relatable song. Exactly. It's fun. So that's my number forty nine.
1: All right, so my number forty eight, I'm actually gonna switch it out because my older brother is down here and my father has come up with a song that he wanted dedicated to Doug and he would like me to tell Doug that this is from his loving and Caring Father, I hate you The Look of Love by the A <laughs>
0: We're not
1: going to play it. We so don't want copyright yeah. or anything. I'm not going to say anything about it. But, Dad, there you go. I did it.
0: The Look of Love. The Look
1: of Love. I'm go ahead, love Doug.
0: Like <laughs> go ahead,
1: Daniel.
0: All right. My number 48 is something completely different from that. I got my first, because I'm a hip-hop head. I grew up with hip-hop. But a guy I like, even though he's a controversial guy, he's kind of weird sometimes, uh, Kevin Gates. Kevin Gates. And uh, a song that can't be physically possible because everybody needs sleep at some point, but I don't get tired and uh it's a motivational song i got six jobs i don't get tired. and it's just it, it gets you up and going i remember it came out like my senior year of high school that i would listen to it like before like i think wrestling if it came out during that time or something before a basketball game I'm like i don't get that and like it's just it's one of those like kind of it brings you up it's kind of it's not too much about like just being the man or braggadocious rap—it's more like, come on, motherfucker, we got this. Let's fucking fourth quarter. Let's fuck it. we don't get tired. And uh, it's one of those things that pumps you up. It, yeah. it works in the gym. It work. It, it works kind
1: of. Um, I'm going in.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm going in. Exactly, and it's the same as that. To where like it works in the club. It works in any aspect. To where you can listen to it and fucking bounce your head, whether you're working out or whatever. So I, I think it, it's. Kevin Gates is a really good, like he's got that deep voice and he's got that fucking like to where he's making you feel every word he's saying. And when he's like saying motivational shit and doing uplifting stuff and he's showing it in other songs that I wish I could put on my list. I just don't have the space, but like better for you and and walls talking and stuff when he gets really fucking introspective, but this he's kind of more just like, so this is definitely an artist you would recommend then. Oh yeah, of course I recommend everybody on my list. I know as, as you do. Well, I'm, what
1: I'm saying, though, like, it's even with the fastball, like I said, like, I don't know any of their other songs. Yeah. So I wouldn't really recommend them as an artist. I would recommend the songs. Yeah, yeah. But I wouldn't recommend the artists.
0: Most of my songs, except for maybe one or two, I have a couple, maybe one hit wonders, I guess you could say on here. But uh, most of my are from artists that I really like okay. and that I grew up listening to and enjoy too. So that, that's kind of how my list correlates. But, yeah, Kevin Gates is really good. And I think most – if you're a rap fan, check Kevin Gates out for sure. Yeah. But uh, you're 47?
1: Yeah. forty 46?
0: Yeah, 47. All right,
1: 47. It's actually a two-parter because I didn't want to waste two songs from the same thing on one thing. And I'm sure Daniel can respect that. Okay, yeah. We're musical people a lot. We we enjoy a good musical. So I put on – Two songs from the musical rent.
0: Fuck yeah, I knew you were going.
1: Love Eva One. Which we love that song. We really do. And Coming to America. Me to America. <laughs> Daniel made me get that song, guys, Coming to America as a ringtone. He paid me, guys. He went across the street, took out a dog, got money, came back and said here put this on your phone for me please well and it was just a ringtone yeah like that's the whole thing like he would just keep calling it and calling it and calling it. it's like daniel oh my god i know you like the song but jesus it's a great song. and it's like it's just because he was little and it just stuck in his head well, but yeah. i mean even to this day is. Adults, we still will watch Rent. Everyone, yeah, because that movie One worked.
0: Dollar. If there's anything that I would go see on like Broadway, if you and me were there, it's like, all right, let's dress up and go see a show. I'd love to go see like Rent. I mean, like there's Wicked, another good shit too, but I'd love to go see Rent. Rent's
1: something uh, that we really like. The it's a great, with.
0: yeah, it was a great movie, and yeah. we, we we watched it as kids, and uh, fucking. And just the the even the nerdy guy looked cool. And when that can happen in the Mark. movie, and like he's, Mark's walking through it. And it's like there's rocks everywhere and shit and his buddies there. Honestly, I If I
1: heart could heart. have put down the entire soundtrack, yeah. I would have.
0: Yeah. It's a good. Almost
1: one. all of them are a bop.
0: It's a really good musical that to me was adapted into a good movie. Yeah, it was
1: a fantastic. But, uh, yeah.
0: But, no, all right.
1: Let's move on. Daniel.
0: My 47. 46.
1: 47. Because uh, I go after say. you.
0: Yeah, <laughs> We're going to have to keep this roller coaster on this. All right. I have a band that a lot of people love to hate. It's similar to the Nickelback Train, which I do have one of their bops on here later. But I got to go with one of my favorite uh, deep-voiced uh, guys that gets hated out a lot, fucking uh, Scott Stapp and Creed. Because uh, fucking I, – I love Creed. I loved him as a kid. I love him now. There's something, and even in the new show with Pete Davidson, Bupkis, where his uh, uncle or whatever, that dude from The Watcher, forgot the uh, actor, but he's singing higher to him in the, in the thing, and he's like, I think he's on drugs or he's drunk or something, and he's like singing at the top of his lungs. That's not the song I'm going with. I'm going with One Last Breath by Creed. Because, very
1: good. I am very proud.
0: Yeah, because when I think of them, and like that, like, kind of like, not oh, yeah. cr- Christian rock, but like that gospel rock, like. They were as gospel rock or Christian rock. Yeah. But I mean, they could have
1: been.
0: Yeah, but just like rock. Just, it's just like this is the one that's like that kind of uplifting. That oh man, like it's kind of like if you've been going through stuff, but you're kind of getting past it. It's one of those songs that's like it, it makes you feel like all right, we're getting through this shit. It's yeah. a little uplifting, and it's a little like. It felt like you got hit down, but you're getting back up. It's one of those songs. Yeah. And I thought his voice, even though it's gotten hit down so many times, I thought he did a great fucking job. I thought they're just like, because it just, it feels like music made for like a movie or for like yeah. to a soundtrack to your life.
1: Well, now these, nowadays they can't make fun of him for his voice because nowadays he actually did blow out his vocal cords. I know,
0: I know. It's very sad.
1: So it, it is it is very, very fast.
0: And I like Scott Sapp, but I think he's kind of an underrated legend in the game. And, and what Creed was able to do in the numbers and shit and the album sales and people go to their sh- concerts and shit. Creed like 3. Creed was fucking huge in the like, late 90s early 2000s. So, yep. It's fucking, you can't take that away Every from them. Everyone loved them. One Last Breath to me is one of their top songs. There's the, like, I love fucking Mike Sacrifice and Higher and all that other shit, too. But the, this is a great song. Yes. Yeah.
1: 46, Forty right, six 46 uh, is going to be Going the Distance by Cake. Okay. I don't know if Daniel knows this or not. I know Aunt Sharon probably knows this because this is more from her era. But I just. Going the Distance? Yeah, I really like it. But I really like this song because. Like Daniel says that there's some songs that get them all like revved up and whatnot to like work out and stuff. This is something that I would catch my fiance listening to to get ready to do something tech. Yeah. Wise. And it totally fits too. That's the thing. Like I'm pretty sure they're talking about sex.
0: Sing a little bit of it. But it's
1: like um, the chorus is like uh, he's going for distance. He's going for speed. He's all alone. Out there in the modern league, yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah. So there it is. Go. It is about that. But I mean, I was younger. I was younger, old enough to find that out.
0: If uh, anything will get a young man excited to figure out a tech project, it's sex afterwards or something, you know. So you can't blame.
1: Him. I don't even think he understood what the lyrics meant. <laughs> but
0: that's a good song, though. Yeah, uh, it sounds like it. we got to we. A lot of these, especially the ones like that I haven't heard of in a while, on your list, and you haven't. Heard, we gotta come, go back and listen to them together at some point. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, this is a lot of fun so far. All right, that was your 46. 46. All right, I have from Pearl Jam and another a guy that I guess he went up against Scott Stapp in Celebrity Deathmatch back in the day. Uh, fucking Eddie Vedder and Pearl Jam. Uh, another deep voice icon that's like, Arr! and then the grunge shit. It was just so fun back in the day. I, even though fucking Nirvana hated them, just when Nirvana kicked up and all these grunge bands and Pearl Jam started killing it. I have... I, Sorry. Yeah, Even slow, awesome song, and they have so many other ones, but I have to go with Better Man. Yes! That's something I got into about like a year or something ago, and I started listening to it, and I was like, this fucking song. It's like, it's it's kind of slow, but it's also like... It's just kind of like real life, and it's like you know, it's about I guess a a, a girl try like that could do better.
1: <laughs> like for me, like for me, I can really relate to this song personally because I didn't fall, I didn't have my first kiss till I was like nineteen. Yeah, and I kind of felt like I settled.
0: Yeah, chaos. a little oh, bit. I,
1: was... <laughs> I felt like I couldn't find another guy to lose, to love me, so that's what I would do, I would settle down because I'm going to find a better man. Yeah. <laughs> and that's basically what the song is about.
0: Yeah. I'm a man. It's just, and I've seen like a, a Pearl Jam doing that live in front of like a lot of people and just the whole crowd with their hands up and him fucking just doing his thing. And like, that's music. And that was really like grunge when it was popping. And, and not my favorite genre, but when he was doing his thing and Pearl Jam was going ham. Uh, Good band, great song. Phenomenal song. Uh, What's your 45, Mindy, for 5D? Uh,
1: My 45 is going to be Anywhere by Evanescence.
0: Okay. okay. And
1: that is because when I was about 18, I got entered into a talent show. And this is the song that I picked to perform. So a lot of you are going to be like, just look it up. I can't do it justice so look it up and listen to it you might like it you might love it you might hate it I don't know where the hell it came came from I don't know what album it's off of because whenever I look for it it's an unknown album so I think it might have been something that the band did on a whim yeah and they were actually trying to do something so but it's it's really good it's really pretty it's gorgeous Daniel's heard me sing it. He's heard Evanescence sing it. It's a
0: gorgeous piece of music. It's a great, it's a great work. I like, and Evanescence is a great band anyway. And I know everyone's always going to go to, let me have it. I can't wait. This song is fucking phenomenal. in in its own right. And almost probably a better song. So I I definitely would recommend it as well. Uh, (laughs) Get ready for a lot of high pitch singing in this episode. Uh, my next, uh, my 45, I'm going back to hip hop and I'm going with a young man that kind of got a raw deal in rap and, and kind of because he was the next, and it, it's kind of a weird one. And I, I'm going Asher Roth as I am, uh, because this is kind of a song and it's weird a little bit cause he is complaining a bit, but it's also, he's not really, he's just voicing frustrations and it's as I am like E M. Like, because he was, like, kind of the first white rapper out the gate after Eminem had his huge success in, like, 2010-ish, I believe, 2009, maybe. And he came out with, like, I Love College, and he was bumping, and people liked him, but everybody, radio, host, media, everybody was comparing him to Eminem. And and he was kind of like a frat rap, like, he was different. Know, he he wasn't him. he wasn't a hardcore lyricist. Like, he was, like, a chill, laid-back, smoke-a-doobie, and fucking and, and rap. He
1: was like a sweet dog.
0: Well, I wouldn't or, go ahead for,
1: well, but no, I mean, like, like a
0: Mac Miller when Mac Miller came in, exactly. something like that, kind like a like chill that,
1: or the guy that like did the song method man no, but how it got high,
0: yeah, okay, but uh and, and there's a oh afro man because I got yeah
1: Sorry guys, don't don't hate on me <laughs> i I have had very little sleep,
0: I was about to say well, we're gonna boot take <laughs> talking at the door. <laughs> for for putting method man, with. Yeah, sorry, uh, but uh, no. As I it's it's because there's just certain lines like of him like at the beginning like I remember when I first heard this some shady LP, I was in my mom's basement ironing irony and just like like just like coming basically like coming Did up with the raps, yeah. huh? No, Asher Roth, not me. Oh. I didn't I didn't come up with the song, but and uh, and just certain lines like that that like he was like coming up like he was like talking about his story of like coming up and trying to become a rapper and now he finally made it and everybody's comparing him to this other dude and he's like i like this dude he's like uh, he's like no like disrespect i'm paid the way for me like he even says that in the song mm-hmm. and he's like but he's like i'm my own person and it's kind of him trying to like get out of that light and that shadow of another person cast it upon him and it's and that that i think is relatable to some people and I think, and that, it makes it, to me, a good song. And you see, it's one of those songs, you know his emotion when he wrote it, when he made it. And you know, like, what he's thinking and how he feels. And even though this is a chill, laid-back rapper, this is him actually, you're getting some passion out of him. And you're getting it like, I'm tired of this shit. I'm not Eminem. I'm somebody else. I'm fucking, at the end, he's like, let me introduce y'all to Asher Paul Roth. Obviously, it didn't go well. <laughs> like, after this, he didn't fuck it like, we're not talking about Asher Roth. Like, he's a good, I've heard, like, ciphers and other, like, songs from him. And, like, he stayed solid, but he definitely didn't, like, end up, like, selling a lot of records and, and killing it after this. But it was fun him trying to come into his own, watch him, or listen to him do it. So, that's my number 45. Uh, right. Who do you got at 44?
1: I have a song called, it was a one-hit wonder. It's called Lullaby. It is done by Sean Mullins. the 90s. It's a 90s song, um, and it's just, it's beautiful. I love it. It came out around the time that my parents were having some divorce and some parental issues and whatnot, mm. and my father knew that I loved it. So he went out and grabbed the duty, and he was somebody that we could count on consistently to sit there and listen to a song over and over and over. Yeah. Like that was actually something that we kind of got not only from Manchair but we kind of also got from him. Yeah. Is being able to do that. And Lullaby was one of them like that. And to this day, I still hear that song and I cry.
0: Yeah. It's a great song. Because it's, really,
1: it's a really good song. It is. It's really pretty.
0: I completely agree. Very good song. I agree. I'm 44. My 44, I'm going with the song that you play when you're, like, really angry and you're coming home and you just want to break shit. And you're just fucking pissed off. And I'm going Papa Roach, Last Resort. Okay. hesitation, no I mean, It's just fucking. That's the song. Like when I'm pissed off, I put a headphone in and just fucking. Uh, I'm just mad. I just want to throw shit around. You know, I can't, but I want to. <laughs> you, you, you go to a demolition room and put that fucking song in your ear, dude. You're gonna be breaking some shit. And and there's just some. And I'm not a big metal guy, not a big hard rock guy. And that's kind of like I guess the uh, like a a two thousands. Like if you're not a heavy metal guy, you'll probably like that song. But it's still, like, it's one of those, it's, it's heavy enough to make me, like, fucking, yeah! Like, fucking, but it's also, like, it's a good one. I
1: was sitting here mouthing the
0: fuck. Yeah, dude, it was fucking awesome. You're just sitting there pissed off, gritting your teeth, fucking listening to Papa Roach. I don't like any other... That's one of those, like, I'm not a Papa Roach guy, but last was fucking awesome. Yeah. And I remember when uh, a mutual friend of ours showed me that, like when I was a kid, and I was like, ah! And I was like, nine, I was like, fuck it! Like, it was just fucking, it's awesome.
1: I was so mad at that. <laughs> yeah. I was like, why did you do that?
0: Yeah. So that's what I went with.
1: Yeah. Okay, so my 43 is, now, everyone is going to have somebody that they like performing this song. Now, if it's one thing, my Aunt Sharon taught me, is that there ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of jazz. Yeah. Honestly, it's better half the time. So, mine is a popular song, but it's done by a popular artist, but it's completely redone, and it's jazzy. It is Never Had a Friend Like Me by Neo. Oh,
0: that's a and good it's
1: one. jazz. It's, like, high-up jazz. Like, when he's... Like, in the beginning and whatnot, like, he's scatting in the beginning. Yeah. It's really, really cool. Like, he stays on beat. Like, he snaps his fingers and whatnot. And, like, he... It's so... It's awesome.
0: Yeah.
1: Like, it's a performance, honestly, instead of, like, just listening to him sing and whatnot. Like, you don't always would watch the video but when you do like you're glued to it it's yeah it's one a of good those one. things you don't want to look away
0: yeah and
1: it's just he has a very very good range yeah i really like him anyway and i would never see him doing jazz so for me though this was just it was really good
0: yeah for him No, yeah i agree
1: not taken away from Robin Williams or Wolf Will Smith or anything like that. Yeah, no. Just saying I like his version a little better.
0: Yeah, I agree with you. All right. My number 43? Yeah. I have – I've had some rap in, but I've had some, like, storytelling rap or some, uh, like, motivational rap. This is the first – but braggadocious is, like, a big thing in the genre. Talking about your cash and how well you're doing and shit. And the first one I have is uh, Rich as Fuck by Lil Wayne featuring your good pal, 2 chains and uh oh, God, really yeah and uh it's just i can not I, I can't say the 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 first line <laughs> me and all my homies look rich as fuck but uh it's a uh, it's a great song i love it it's uh so i remember watching it live and seeing 2 chains and, and uh mr chains on stage and uh seeing Lil Wayne and I remember and that's when I was like like and I was always kind of into hip-hop and writing raps as a kid I but I so remember mad. and I was like I want to do this I was like fuck this is awesome I was,
1: and I was so mad
0: yeah and I was it was a fun concert and and that's just when that album came out and that was like the feature song so that, that was, was a big where? yeah so it's a it's a great song, I think. Even though Little Wayne was kind of at the end of his run here, and this was kind of his last, like, of his... Even though he came back with the the Carter 5 and stuff, and he's still... He can still kill it. But of that run after a million, all those, like, big-ass songs, like, and those big out... Uh, the Carter 3 and stuff after... This was kind of the last, like, of that run. And uh, it was a really good song, and I remember loving it as a kid and overplaying it to myself, so... It was not overplayed on the radio. I just played it a lot, but great song. Uh, 42. All right. Black or
1: White by Michael Jackson.
0: Oh, fuck yeah. That's a bop.
1: That's a bop. I... I... <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a lot of songs that are going to be on here. No, I'm going to say bop. Oh, bop. I consider... A bot to be something that I can still sing along to the 10, 20 years down the line. And I still know basically all the words. Yeah. And whatnot. And I love the music and everything. To me, that's a bop. If you had me for that long, kudos. Yeah. So, and a lot of people are going to say, oh, well, you could have put Thriller in there. You you could have put Billie Jean in there. You could have put, like, The Way I Make You Feel or anything. I could have put a entire fucking album down here. But to me, I feel like Black or White is probably one of his best songs. And right now, with everything going on, with, like, Black Lives Matter and all of that stuff, without trying to get too political, it's a good song.
0: Yeah, it is. It is. And he was like trying to bring them all together. And that was like later Michael Jackson and kind of one of his later songs. It was a good one. And I, and I remember playing it a lot as a kid. I enjoyed that one. So yeah, I agree with that. All right. My 42, I have the King of Kings by Motorhead. My only wrestling theme song I have in this. And I think I have it here if we want to play it, but, uh, no, the King of Kings, uh, Something about when Triple H comes out, especially nowadays, I mean, he's done now, but when he came out with the fucking uh, Game of Thrones stuff and Stephanie on his side, he's got the crown, he's like, THE KING OF KINGS! And it's like, you walk out, it's one of those songs you walk out to you just feel like a fucking badass. And uh, if I had a fight, I'd I'd be like, Triple H, yo, let me play this song, you can walk next to me. That'd be a dope walkout. I I love the King of Kings. I'm not going to play it because we kind of got a smooth flow here. Yeah. But uh, it's a fucking, it's a great song and... uh,
1: and she did a great job, too, at the one WrestleMania you yeah. talking about. Because she had to command everybody's attention. Mm-hmm. And she had she did an amazing job. They didn't even give her a mic. The queen of queens. And she did a really good job at projecting her voice, making sure everyone heard her. She did a really good job.
0: hmm Absolutely. I completely agree. Uh, and... That's. I think that's my only wrestling theme song. I'm using, but it's a. It's a great one. I'm surprised. Right. So, King of Kings, Motorhead.
1: All right. So this is about to piss Daniel off because Daniel hates this artist. But I already. I only put one song on here. I promise. So don't kill me too much. Um, the Ballad of Mona Lisa from Panic at the Disco. Okay. I love this song. I do. I think it is so intricate. And I think the lyrics are just really,
0: I think they're just really, really good. I really, really enjoy it. And, hey, just because I think High Hopes is maybe the worst song ever written on, on planet Earth doesn't mean I don't hit down with some Panic! At the Disco. Because they do got a couple tracks, including this one. Yeah. But, uh, especially, the and the other one isn't, aren't they the... Da, 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 no.
1: Isn't
0: that them? I write some smash tragedies, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> <That's a, that's laughs> that was their
1: first song, and you can tell that back then they were a part of Fall Out Boy's. Company. Yeah.
0: That song just screams. So that's your
1: 41. That's my 41.
0: All right, this next one, my 41, I have "Little Snoop" by Meek Mill. Uh, the full title is "Little N-word Snoop," but <laughs> uh. uh
1: somebody already got co- canceled for that little got cousin Big Brother, let's
0: not do that. Well, yeah, and that's not my shit anyway. And I, I love rap music, but I also respect, and I respect all that stuff. Yeah. Uh, but L- Lil Snoop is uh a younger, like prodigy friend of Meek Mill, who was a young kid, and uh, he was a freestyle battle rapper. And uh, Meek brought him up; he brought him on tour. And uh, he kind of showed this kid the life he was making his own music. He signed him to his label, Dream Chasers. And he was like a little brother to him almost. And then, uh, you know, Lil Snoop went home. I think he, Louisiana, I'm pretty sure he's from, but I don't want to. I might be wrong. And uh, he got killed and shot down. And Lil Snoop's dead. R.I.P. And this was kind of Meek's song to him. to where, And he's not talking about him the whole time. He's also talking about, like, living the life of getting big and, like, people coming after you. And he's saying a bunch of different stuff. And, like, how one of the lines is my favorite, I'm going to ball harder than the motherfucking Carters. And uh, referring to Beyonce and Jay-Z, that's, like, everyone tries to push me down, but I'm going to be, like, the biggest thing ever. And uh, there's just something, like, Meek Mill was one of my favorite rappers for a long time. And he's got a motivational voice and a voice to where like if he really wants to fucking he can make you feel something. He's got an emotion and a passion to him that he can make you. And when he's like sad, kind of like crying, talking about like a good like in the like in the chorus like Lil Snoop, like it's really like you feel and you almost if you know the situation, you like Lil Snoop's music. Like it can bring a tear to your eye. It's very sad. So he's got other songs to him like Miss My Dogs and stuff, but this is the one to where it's like I. I you really feel bad in, in the message of the song. And it's like, but it's also a good, well-made kind of, it makes you, it, it gives you the strength with also drawing in a sympathy and a sadness too. So it's a good song. Okay. What's your number 40?
1: My number 40 is My First Kiss by 303 and Kasha. Okay. I don't know if Daniel remembers this or not. Um. Basically, My it first was kiss it went went a, a little, little like this, this. and twist, <laughs> and twist. <Yeah. laughs> that made it <laughs> Um. It, it was just I was trying to figure out one of their songs to do. Yeah. And it was between this one and the one they did with Katy Perry.
0: Okay. Starstruck. You weren't gonna do, and I'm a vegetarian. And I'm not a vegetarian.
1: <laughs> no, I wasn't gonna do that, but I just really like this one because it's like, good. you will never get enough, nothing just a little touch. If I had it my way, you will never hear me say, yeah. and it's like, oh wow, that's really good. Ooh. So it's just, it's one of those songs that you can't help. Both. Yeah.
0: And it's fun when Thanks. 303 came out, and they were bringing, like, techno back, quotes, unquote, and, like, the real, like, techno fans were like, this isn't techno, and it was just fun. And, like, 303 was killing it for a while, and Kesha was killing it at the time, so it's like, let's bring these two, like, pop killers together and make a good song, and that's what exactly. they did. So, yeah, I agree, that's a fun one. Uh, My number 40, right, mm-hmm. is uh, British pop-punk band, the 1975 I Have Chocolate, Uh. From the boys in the blue, my car smells like chocolate. It's a good pop punk song. It's a, uh, but it's like a fun, light. Like I was, I got into it by watching uh, Chris Stefano, a comic I like, on uh, Rogan, mm-hmm. and he was talking about it, how he was going through a breakup, and he was, and then he was listening to this song, and it's nothing. It's about fucking, you know, weed and like avoiding the cops with having weed chocolate in the car. But but it's just a light, fun song, and you don't even care about the lyrics, and it's. And it just makes you, like, kind of move your head back and forth. So sometimes you need a little joy. And even though I've I've always been the guy to say best art comes from pain and that grail and pose and the fucking, like, the, usually you got to go through, like, a really painful thing to make something beautiful. But that's sometimes just the joy and the fucking shit you can snap your fingers and fucking move your head and feel good to on a summer day. You need that shit, too. So that's why I threw this in there. All right. You're number thirty nine.
1: Alright, my thirty nine is Give It Away from Red Hot Chili Peppers. Give it away, give it away, I give
0: it away, away now. now. Yeah, it's a good one.
1: Yeah. Um, I had to I knew I wanted to pick one of their songs but I I couldn't really decide and give it away is just one that I really enjoy. So there we go. Yeah. Okay, right, we'll
0: leave it at that. That's go ahead, Daniel. One. And that can be Water Under the Bridge, because I'm going with Adele. Water under the bridge. They're going to let me
1: down. It's a great song.
0: And she's got a great voice. She's always had a great voice. Uh, and there's a, several others that is awesome, too. But this is one that's like you're fucking the whole time. You're like, yes, come on and fucking give it to him, baby. Fucking Adele's just, she's got the pipes, man. And when she really's fucking, you can hear the passion, the emotion. There's something about when she sings, it fucking, it's kind of like, it, nothing like, not similar ties, but like a Whitney or something that when you hear it, you're like, she's fucking. She's feeling her you're, music. And you're feeling it with her. So it's fucking awesome. And I, I love this song. So that's my so, 39, right? Yeah. My 38
1: is going to be something completely different. Daniel's going to be like, Huh? And that is "Joy and Pain" by Rob Bass and DJ Easy Rock. <laughs> okay. It was a hip hop song in like the '80s, and I just I love it. I think it's funny.
0: Mm-hmm. It's
1: something that makes, brings a smile to my face. I think it's funny.
0: I think it's a really funny song. All right.
1: All right, My ahead. My
0: number 38, I went with, like, a nice inspirational song, Changes by Tupac. Uh, I just, the beats, like, kind of uplifting, oh. him just talking, can a brother get a little piece? Like, it's just, like, something about, and, like, the, wake up every morning should i blast myself like he just has some really like introspective lines in there and not really a relatable song for me because it's not really made for me and my community and and struggles that i'm going through but i can look at it respect it and think it's a really fucking good piece of work and something that you can tell tupac went through all that stuff and was fucking trying to talk about the betterment of society but also like how do we get there and even like little things like predicting like like some people think like the theory of him predicting like somebody coming after him and and, like saying that on the song and fucking, you know, like who who knows if someone comes for me, he kind of has a line like that. And it's Mm -hmm. like, that's sad to kind of listen to, but he, the, the whole song is just kind of an uplifting, nice song, but it's also like, like we need changes. So
1: yeah.
0: Uh, it's a nice one where, like, he, he was good at talking to society. Biggie was good at talking the fly shit, and he had really good lyrics and stuff. But Tupac could really, like, talk to his, like, everybody that related to him mm-hmm. and uh, really give him a good message. So, yeah, Changes by Tupac. What's your 37?
1: My 37 is Boogie Woogie Bugle Boy <laughs> by the <and> your Sisters. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <That's> so long. <laughs>
0: Good
1: song. Um, I just, I I like this song. It's a really good memory for me. Um, when I was younger and older growing up and whatnot, my Aunt Sharon was a very big part of my musical taste and everything. And this is, the Andrew sisters are definitely one of the groups that she got me hooked on. But I, I was going to pick another one, but I decided to pick this one because it's a little bit more popular. Yeah. So, I mean, because. I mean, let's say that they, they're they from the 1940s, yes. so a lot of people
0: are, like, dead. Yes.
1: <laughs> so, I mean, but this is a good
0: song to get you interested into that genre. It is. My number 37, I believe, I have, especially hearing this at the Super Bowl, even though she was pregnant, but she looked like a queen. She was slay, slay. Uh, All the Lights by uh, Kanye and Rihanna, even though Kanye is not my favorite rapper, uh, never was grown up, but Rihanna. Lights, like it's just, it's it's a fun one to kind of like you can play that. That's like a club song. I've like, even heard.
1: But, well, I mean, I've heard it. But I've heard it in here,
0: baby. I've heard it. It's I just, just heard it in the Super Bowl. <laughs> i fucking love that song. <laughs> and she and when she started doing that, Kanye wasn't there for it, but she was just singing her part, and it, it was lovely. And she's just, she is someone that I've always really enjoyed as an artist and I, I thought she had like a unique voice and a unique perspective and a good like a good music ability to make any song a hit. I had and,
1: to put uh, on DV play that was it. That's, that
0: was the only one I really liked. I, I like a lot of her songs but this is a specific one that I really enjoy.
1: Well no and I like the other one of uh, Take a Bow. Yeah. She's like, you look so dumb right now. (laughs) Yeah. That's, like, great. Like, that's, like, the number one. That's the the first lyric in that song. It's about someone cheating on her. She's like, you look so dumb right now. And it's like, oh, my God. That's funny.
0: That was quoted in Big Brother last year, too, when someone, like, made a dumb move and got evicted that week. (laughs) Taylor, the winner, was like, to quote Rihanna, you look so dumb right now. It was so (gasps) sassy and great. I was like, you get her. Fucking get her. (laughs) But uh, yeah, I, that's my number thirty
1: six, right? Thirty seven. Thirty
0: seven. All, right. All right. My number thirty six is "Believe" by Cher. Believe in love, in love. I'm surprised I didn't put this on my list, but we fucking love this song. <laughs> We
1: go hard on. This song. We go hard on this song as an entire family. That's the sad part. Is like. Our family is Im- emotionally invested
0: into this song yeah
1: it is. I mean it's it's hilarious as you can tell like, all I had to do was like say it yeah you so just gotta say believe it yeah, I'm surprised Doug didn't start it's yeah, upstairs. Upstairs.
0: probably coming um, a couple things if you listening. <laughs>
1: so, um I just I love this song I love the way that it's so relatable because I mean we're all from different generations but we all know it. And I love how like Daniel and I, when we're messing around with each other, we can be like, "Hey, do you believe in love after life after love?"
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> I just sit there like what the shit. Like my mom got so mad because the one day me and him just had like a two-minute conversation <laughs> where we just go back and
0: forth, singing the lyrics yeah.
1: of, of saying the lyrics, and she was like, "Oh my goodness, speak English!" Because she didn't understand what was going on. Yeah. Come oh, on, mom.
0: Yeah, that's a, that's a really good one. I love Cher. I love that song. I got you, babe. Cher's always been awesome, but uh, that's a, that's a great one. Yeah. All right, my number thirty-six. One of my favorite rappers of all time is J. Cole, especially in in my kind of the, that modern generation. Uh, not well, not this one, but the one right before that. And uh, he's a very introspective mm-hmm. rapper that comes up with some great stuff. And this is an early one. It's Lost Ones, and oh. it's basically him writing a letter or like sending a message to uh his seed that's in another woman like he impregnate and he's about to abort it and he's like going through the hole and like how it's like breaking and then the second verse is like the the girl who who's pregnant and him rapping in her perspective of talking to him and like you used to talk about your father and how he's not shit now you're not shit and like it's a really like and then like at this like he's just like it's a really well developed you can tell he had a story in mind and like i don't know if it's a personal experience or not but it's a very relatable to a lot of people and it's a very touchy subject but it's also like it's really good material, and it's a really good piece of work and a good song and something different. And when someone's like, rap, just money, fucking drugs and me, it's like, "Listen to this, you fucking asshole." It's one of those songs. So, uh, there's a lot of emotions to it, and it's always one that I put on when it's like, "I, I need a little more. I need some substance," and it's a, a song filled with it. So, that's my number thirty-six.
1: Okay, so my number thirty-five is "I Need a Hero" from Bonnie Tyler. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so it's just—it's one of those songs, like Daniel was saying about being a bad part, about being a bad boss and whatnot. This is this is a bad boss chick song. <laughs> you get this on. And you're like, all right, let's go.
0: This is the bad boss chick song in the, uh, 80s, of the 80s. Right? Of the 80s, yeah. It
1: was yeah. from. Footloose. It was from. Yeah. No, Flashdance. I thought. No. It's from Footloose. Footloose. Was, it is I from Footloose. I thought it was from Flashdance. Footloose. This is Kevin Bacon. I know. And he was the hero because they were learning oh, okay. how to dance. I
0: don't you're remember right. Movie the You're right. It was
1: in the You're right. But they did have it in blackheads as well. So we are both right.
0: That's a great song. Uh, I love it and And I think it it deserves a spot on your list. I think it's awesome. I can't help but I really yeah like movies that, so. put loose
1: okay put loose He's right. It was in the bar. I know it's stopping a lot now
0: yeah, that was an iconic scene uh we're on thirty five you're on thirty five I'm on thirty five that was your thirty five yeah. I have somebody that started as a rapper uh out of Cleveland who was killing it for a long time and then started you know what I'm going to paint my nails and go pop punk. And MGK has had a, a weird. He, he feuded with the greatest of all time, or one of the greatest of all time, depending on who you ask. And then said, "No, I'm gonna paint my nails and, and wear skirts and shit." And uh, it's kilt. You kilt. They're not skirts. What a, what he's wearing is a skirt, but <laughs> that ain't no damn kilt. But uh, I. But he. My number thirty five is drunk faced by him because to me it kind of idolizes or it embodies the pop punk and that like sound of that early 2000s and what he's trying to capture works there and like i'll grow up next summer like just like shit like that that yeah so like like a lot of kids can relate like that like we're getting he's 30 we're getting kind of old it's like no i'll grow up next summer like let's live a little bit like it's fucking like it's just a fun like pop punk song that it is and he's rapping a little bit in it too but in a pop punk way and it's just like it's a fun like rock like it gets you but it's a nice summertime like nighttime like you're hanging out drinking and like you're like feeling yourself like this is a fun song to play so i enjoy it or loud in a car too it's one of those so mgk's had some interesting efforts with his new music and i think this is one of the best ones so okay uh,
1: my number thirty four is Brick by Boring Brick by Paramore. Yes. One of my favorites by Paramore, and I had to put Paramore on the list just because I've been listening to it for years. I mean, unfortunately, the turn that they took to be more poppy didn't really settle with me. So I listen more of like their early and late two thousand twenty ten stuff. Yes rather than their newer shit but i did have to put this on the list because unfortunately Haley williams is very sick right now and she's too sick to actually even perform so i had to put this i had to put this on here Um,
0: because
1: it really is a very good uplifting
0: piece of music very much so all right my 34 I have the song that was played at the beginning of this fucking podcast. I have fortunate song by credence Clearwater revival. Uh, this is just a bop and it's, it's got a bunch of other themes to it too, but it's just, I just think of it as a bop. It's just something that it's fun to like walk up to. And it's fun when I hear it in a movie and just that. Nah, 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 nah. And like when that plays, you're like, fuck yeah. Uh, it ain't me. It's just a, like the guy gets really into, and like a lot of people love CCR and this is like one of their best songs. So, uh yeah. That's my number thirty
1: four. All right, so my number thirty three is uh sex and candy.
0: By Macy's uh two of the best things I'm planning on the
1: uh, playground. You've never heard of that song? yes you have. I it. have, but I just I like both things. Sex and candy, yeah. Yeah. Like I know what she's talking about. A classic. Classic. A classic. Perfect, perfect. And so I love it. I think it's crazy. to Everyone to me says that it's like weird and like pornographic and shit. I think it's creepy. I can't help it. I think it's creepy, but I like it.
0: Yeah, so. absolutely. That was 33. That was my 33. Yeah. All right. Well, dance, fucker, dance, because I'm going. You're gonna go far, kid, by the Offspring. Uh, a lot of people would probably want me to put Pretty Fly for a White Guy, but I love this song. And to me, this is another one that just uh, when you're ready to do something, you're gonna listen to this song, and it and it kind of it, did you we leave? clean my
1: house for the song,
0: huh? Did we clean my house? For I the think house? we did. Damn. And it's just fucking. It, and that's the song that it's like, all right, get up, motherfucker. You're gonna go far, kid. So uh, I like the Offspring a lot. I think they're an underrated band, and they had some interesting songs, and this was a good one. So that's my 33.
1: My 32. Is uh, I- I'm gonna just go ahead and sing it for you guys. Cause yes. everyone's gonna appreciate it more.
0: <clears throat> oh, oh, oh,
1: tiptoe through the tulips through the garden by the willow tree. Oh, tiptoe through the tulips with me. Oh, yeah. Not doing the whole thing. But that was Tiptoe physical to- Tools by uh Tiny Tim. There
0: you
1: go. Um, that was my little that was my little horror moment for y'all. There you go. There you go. So, um, from what people have told me I'm actually really good at it. So, there you go. I liked it.
0: All right, <laughs> my number thirty two. <laughs> I got <laughs> and I wanna sing this whole song too, but How You Remind Me by Nickelback. My fuck it, I grew up to the song. And I loved it as a kid. This was like my one song. He as a loves kid. So I fucking much. remember singing it so many times. We did karaoke. And it was
1: like, yeah, 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 this and he fucking, burned a whole guys in the karaoke.
0: Season. Oh, I loved it. And my buddy, a friend of the show, my good friend Zemo, went to fucking uh, a Nickelback concert not too long ago. And he he fucking video chatted me for this song in Rockstar. I want to be a rockstar. So. <laughs> How You Remind Me is a very, it's, Nickelback, it's a, just like Krieg, it's a bad fucking rap. They think it's one of the worst rock, but fuck them. They had
1: a really bad rap.
0: They have really so bad. many good hits, though, and this is one of the, like, biggest. And this is one of their first, too, so. How You Remind Me by Nickelback. Uh, Alright,
1: so my number 31 is That's the Way It Is by Celine Dion. Ooh, that's a good one. I really, really like this song. Um, she's very good at having motivational yeah. songs, and honestly, those are the ones I like the most. I mean, yeah, she's a powerhouse and she does a hell of a breakup song, but I feel like her motivational songs are a little bit better, Yeah, in my opinion, so I really like that song. Yeah, it's
0: a good one. Alright, my number 31, my number 31, is uh savior by rise against
1: oh okay it's a, it's a
0: good one uh it's basically this dude talking to a girl it's like we can't be you can't save me uh and like it's too late for me and it's like it it's it says I feel like a lot of dudes have felt like this in certain times and it's it's kind of uh not even just relatable, but it's just a great fucking song and it's just that it makes you think a couple of things it does it's not that it uh it doesn't it's not one of those that hypes you up. It's one of those that makes you feel that, like, it makes you think a little bit and feel retrospective. And, you know, uh, I, I'm sure, like, a lot of teenage boys sent this to, like, girls in a fucking, and this is how you make me feel, babe. <laughs> like, I can see it's one of those, you know. It's fucking, but it's a good song. Uh, and Rise Against was an underrated band, but this is a good song. love Rise Against. All right. Okay, 30. so
1: my number 30 was Red Right Hand by uh, Nick Red Cave right. and The Bad Seeds.
0: The a fucking even intro to the
1: Stabcast, baby. Yeah. Even though it has been remixed and remastered, someone else did it for, like, uh, the fifth movie and whatever, but the original is still the best. Mm-hmm. Can't help it. I mean, my aunt, who didn't really like horror and whatnot, when she started to hear the song, she's like, I really like it. I like it. I do like this one. So. All
0: right, Dana. 30. Let's keep it going. Number 30, I have... One of my favorites from one of my favorite bands, Green Day, When I Come Around. Uh, oh, geez. When I come around. It's just, there's some. it's got that just straight bass line and it's just, you bob your head back and forth and it's, it's like, yeah, I'll be around when I'm around. You know, shit's kind of shifty between us right now and, you know, you'll see me when you see me. And uh, it's, it's one of those songs that it's just fun to play all the time. I, I, I love it. It's, it's Green Day sound. And uh, it's them doing what they do very well. You know, so when I come around to my number 30. Okay. 29.
1: My 29 is The Downfall of Us All by uh, Data Remember. Okay. You know, remember the one? Yeah, yeah. Da, 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 da. Yeah. Um, I love this song because you think that it's going to be something completely different than what it actually is. And then they're just like, let's go. And they start screaming. And, like, and then all of a sudden they start singing. And, like, the singer's really good, too. It's got a very good vocal range. Yeah. And, like, this song, honestly, would be for somebody that was okay with Screamo, but didn't particularly love it.
0: Yeah. I feel you. That's a good one. Yeah. Number 29. Yeah. I got If I Can't by 50 Cent. Uh, it's one of my favorites as a kid. Get Rich or Die Trying is still one of my favorite rap albums, and this is a marquee on that. Uh, getting you. that gut pass is hard. but
1: My knees are touching
0: the couch. No, you're good. If I can't, buy 50 Cent great song if i can't do it home, it can't be done it's another braggadocious but it makes you feel like the fucking man sometimes you need that sometimes you need to put on a song and feel like the fucking guy and fucking throw money all over the place in your own house and then pick it up and put it in your wallet
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> but it, it feel, that's a song in a club to feel badass too it's a song you can play whatever time and it's like i'm the fucking dude it hypes you up in a different way and uh, sometimes you need that. And 50 Cent was good at fucking tooting his own horn. And this is his best uh, time doing it. So that's my number 29. Right?
1: Uh, yep. It... And my 28 is I Will Follow You Into the Dark by uh, Death Cat for Kitty. One of my favorite songs. Also, um, one of the best songs. You, you need to get an infant to go to sleep. Get somebody. Or not even an infant, like, infant to one, two, three years old. You need somebody to put someone to sleep. Yeah. Like, this song with a good set of lungs, a good set of female lungs, we'll do it quickly. Yeah. We'll put them right out. Like, it's about death, unfortunately. Like, it's not a happy song.
0: You're going night-night.
1: But, I mean, it's, it's beautiful. You know, it's honestly morbidly beautiful. Yeah. Is what I would say. And it's a very good message. It's a very good song. Absolutely. All right, Daniel, you number 28.
0: 28, I Have Still Unbroken by Leonard Uh It's one of their later efforts. And I remember we went to see them when they came out with this album. And and then I got lost. It was a whole big deal that we won't talk about the show. It was a, yeah, please tell I was just taking so a scared. piss. I was just taking a piss, but fucking...
1: Uh, You did the right thing. You got left behind, and you went and found somebody that you knew that we knew. So, I mean, you did the right thing.
0: This is one when you feel like fucking down on the ground, and you're fucking, and just the line, "I ain't dead, at least not yet. Still fucking alone, still unbroken." Mm
1: -hmm. It's just,
0: it's fucking badass. And Leonard Skinner can fucking, you know, but when your back's against the wall and you're still unbroken, you know, Mm -hmm. it's it's a badass song. Yeah. And it's something I can always play in a car ride and fucking fuck yeah. You know, it's one of those. Fuck yeah. So, yeah. That's my number whatever. <laughs> twenty eight, right?
1: Number twenty
0: eight. That's my number twenty eight. Right,
1: number twenty seven is Dark Blue from Jack's Mannequin. Ooh. I love the song. Daniel's go, Ooh, because Daniel heard the song so many times yeah. laughing from my bedroom yeah when I was younger um i i loved i loved the song a lot of people were into like the emo songs that had screaming in them and like the hardcore emo kind of songs I was more of a slow kind of gal mhm I mean yeah I did like when they went hard but i'm a I'm a lyricist i always have i always will be and
0: Yeah. This
1: has some beautiful lyrics in it.
0: Absolutely. All right,
1: Daniel, number 27.
0: My number 27 is the song by one of the best rappers nowadays and for the past 10 years, Kendrick Lamar. The song's called Love, and it's featuring an artist named Mm Zakari. And it's a a nice, it's a soft, you know, it's a good, like, beat all I can say is I've 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 had this song on in like a car at three AM with like a few different checks and it always goes over well. And I'm not saying like that. Like I'm not saying like it, it's like the the key to, to clapping cheeks or anything, but I'm saying like when you're in your field like with a girlfriend or whatever and you're like like it's a nice song to like, you know, hang out with and like spend some time and think about life and have a nice talk to. It's a it's a fun song. Like it it's it's it only works i feel like, like like late at night like when you're feeling in that kind of love mood but uh it, it's a good one I, I like it and uh it's a it's a good rap twist on like a you know a, a late night song i enjoy it
1: all right my number 26 is are you ready by 3 days grace this is a very good song mhm it's a very good like pump me up kind of song Honestly, it's something that you could use gym. Mm Mhm. Um I don't know. I I, I don't have much to say about it. It's just for me it's it's a good song.
0: It's a damn good song. Damn good. All Hmm. right. Twenty six? Yep. I have Made It From Nothing by Meek Mill is my second Meek song. Um I think my last too. Uh, It's also featuring Tiana Taylor singing her ass off. I made it from nothing. And fucking Rick Ross. And it's just perfect. This was the album Wins and Losses after the Drake and Meek Mill beef where Drake kind of flamed him into the ground. Mm -hmm. And then, you know, he broke up with Nikki after two. And uh, it wasn't looking good for old Meek. And uh, he kind of came back with this and just like, just him just talking about like South Philly in my bloodstream and talking about like, uh, just like, you guys think I'm done. You, you guys think this guy killed me. You think I have no career anymore. I'm going to fucking show you, and I did not lose anything, and I'm going to win, and I'm going to be back. And he is back, and he's one of the biggest rappers still now. So uh it was kind of just him. Like, no one was listening at the time, but he was putting on his best shit. And this is like my favorite era of Meek Mill. So uh this, this is kind of special to me. And I remember just like, it's that comeback. I've always been an underdog fan. I've never been a – like a Tony Hawk, fucking uh, Tom Brady, like the the top guy, Michael Jordan. Like I like love him, respect them, but I like the Pippins. I like the fucking guys that you might not think might the win. Deer deck. The Rey Mysterios, the fucking underdogs, man, the guys that you count out, the fucking Buffalo Bills. <laughs> the, the, that's just like there's, there's something that always fucking resonates with an underdog for me. And this feels like an underdog song I made it from nothing And it's also bragging too It's like I got here But I, I came from the very bottom And to me it, A lot of rap songs talk about this And this is one. Of, this is the best one to do so okay. That's my 26 I believe Yeah
1: My 25 is Don't Fear the Reaper By Blue Oyster Cult Um
0: now you're getting one, into some weird
1: shit. <laughs> one of the most iconic horror movie songs ever. Yeah. And also one of the most famous skit songs from Saturday Night Live.
0: Yeah.
1: And I don't know if Dana really knows what he's talking about when he's saying, Yeah, and that's fun.
0: But No, I'm just I'm just with is, you.
1: It's it's but hysterical. I've I mean, heard. I I didn't like the song at that much, and then I saw the SNL thing that happened. That's the one with the um cowbell. Yes, yes, with yes. The we yes. need more cowbells. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> Will Ferrell Christopher Walken. Christopher yeah. Walken. That's fucking the, awesome. He's producer. And yeah. He's like, you know, it's, it's, it's good, guys, but I, I got a fever. And it's itching for Samoa, cowbell. And
0: Will Ferrell's and at like, his jeans just Ferrell's fucking going,
1: like going off. fucking yeah. going off. It's like he's hit somebody with his arm. So and like, it's hilarious. just so great. It is so funny. And like, if you don't like the song that much, go watch that clip. And it'll just leave me. <laughs> love for the song because when I hear it and I just hear that little boop 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 boom with like the cowbells. Like, oh my god that's
0: hilarious yeah
1: because it's very subtle in the
0: original it, it, no and it's song, a good song yeah boy it's it's hilarious it's even better with more cowbell <laughs> uh, all right my number 25 now that we're in the top 25 here we're making we're making some headway oh. I got on my block by Scarface. This is just a fun vibe. A guy talking about his neighborhood. Uh, I am not from the the hood or the ghetto or or anything. I am from a trailer park, but I can just the, just a a guy describing his neighborhood and hanging out with his friends and and not getting you know busted uh, out too late by mom and stuff. It's just it's a fun song on my block. It's just a great song. Uh, so th- there we go. Scarface. Even I like that song. Even Sharon talking likes. It. All right, what's your number 24?
1: Number 24 is X's and O's by Trisha Yearwood. This is a song that I grew up listening to with Aunt Sharon when I was really little. It was another song that I would make everyone listen. Everyone in the family listen to as I did one of my little stupid concert things that mm-hmm. I
0: would
1: do. And, um, yeah, that's all I really have to say about it.
0: Hell yeah. All right. My number 24 is another one that would be my entrance song If I was a fighter or WWE superstar And it'd be Fake It by Seether I've loved this song oh, since I was a I'll oh,
1: fake it. I don't remember when I told you that.
0: Oh, yep. And I remember playing it before, like, going to eighth grade or seventh middle school. Just fake it. You're such a fucking hypocrite. It's just a fun, like, and it gets you fucking pumped. It's another one that, but in a badass way. Like, I'm ready to kick some ass. I still feel bad
1: that I wouldn't sell them without you. Yeah, you fucking asshole.
0: But you listen to that, you're ready to kick some ass. That's my number 24? What do you got for 23, then? Uh,
1: bulls on Parade, from Ways Against the Machine, and Ooh. mostly it's because of Guitar Hero. <laughs>
0: Yeah, and and Tom kills it. He's a fucking, one of the best guitarists. Yeah, it's a very,
1: very good song. And Guitar Hero 3, it was just a really good song.
0: And it's one of the best games of all time. All right, that was 23? Right? All right. Yes. Don't waste your time on me. Oh, I miss you. The voice inside my head. Uh... Every young man has felt the emotions of Blink One Eighty Two when they're singing "I Miss You," and you know it's just it's a it's not dull, but it's like a I remember listening to this and just you know thinking about life and relationships and and growing up and it, it kind of it's the pop punk song that's not the bop, but it's it kind of hits that other version of pop punk perfect and
1: like they weren't they weren't flying to be something they weren't with their vocals. Yes. They knew that they weren't good singers. Yeah. So, like, the beginning even opens up with, like, um uh the... Oh, hello
0: like,
1: there, the voice uh, inside my nightmare. Yeah. Like, hello there, the voice inside my nightmare. Da-da-da. Oh, wow. Yeah. Like, that's and especially the, the
0: music video with the dark lighting and the black suits and the fucking... It's just fucking awesome. Yeah. Uh, so that's my 23, I believe. Okay.
1: 22 for me is the uh, song Blow by the band Atreyu. Um, it's one of those songs that you can just put on and crank out whatever you need to do. It's one of those songs where... Kind of like how Daniela's with Fake It from Cether. Yes. And it's definitely very similar yes to that um and that's all i really have for it so
0: uh my 21 i have she drives me crazy by one of the craziest band names ever the fine young cannibals uh she drives me crazy man no I, I just think of this and like i was writing a, a script and i was thinking of like what, what's the song you play at, like, a high school prom, like, when a girl walks up to a dude, and, he, like, who's, like, doesn't get many chicks, and she's going to give him a shot? It's like, I would play this song. And, and it's like, like, in the 80s, if you're trying to give that vibe, and she walks yeah. up to him at the homecoming, it's like, come on, you know, Keith, come Keith go for a dance. There. And he's like, really, me? I got World of Warcraft there, or fucking Dungeons & Dragons after this. I'm like, no, come on, Keith. You drive me crazy. Oh, and my it's God. fucking, it's just a great song. I love it, and it's a fun... It's one of those 80s fucking that you just want to snap and get up and start fucking swinging your hips. All right. Number 20, right? Or 21. 21? 21?
1: Um, are you sure? Uh, I believe so. I yes, 21. Have... Um, Supermassive Black Hole by Muse. I love Muse's music. Yes. Um, I have for... A really really long time it has nothing to do with the fact that this song was in the baseball scene in twilight that's just a happy coincidence okay i like this song before it happened yeah okay well, i'm just gonna put it out there this is not cuz of twilight all right there you go, go ahead. all
0: right my next one is uh 21 21 is face down by the red jumpsuit apparatus. Oh my goodness. It's like I'm out. I remember being at work with two gentlemen, and I work in a machine shop, uh, have you? You know, a very manly thing. And, and these two guys, and there's no music playing. And one of the guys just starts singing the first lyrics, and then they just start singing it back to each other. And I'm sitting there like, well, this is kind of fun. And, and, it's
1: like me. Believe yeah, share.
0: yeah, we do it, but it's just like it. It's kind of fucked up subject material and stuff about like a a guy beating his girlfriend and shit. Yeah, but, but it's also an
1: inspirational song. Yeah, like it's she can
0: get past She's not going to do it anymore. Mm-hmm. How she's sound like that. Face down to her. Oh shit! But uh, it's a it's a fucking good one. Are uh, <laughs> you okay? Yeah, I might have to fucking have some warm tea after this to coat my, my throat, but it was <laughs> Face Down is a fucking great song. I'll
1: make you a hot beverage. Alright, number 20? Tw- no,
0: we're not on uh, 20. Yeah.
1: We're on 19. No, no, no we're no, on 20. 21. So 20. Oh, 20, okay. 19. Sorry, I forgot about 20. Um, no Sleep Till Brooklyn from the Beastie Boys. I wanted to have one of the songs from the Beastie Boys, and I know Daniel hates all of them. But
0: um, I figured, I figured if I picked the most generic one, he
1: would be okay. With. I fucking love this song. Okay. Don't sleep, yeah. don't
0: this and fucking Chunky Monkey or whatever the fuck it's called. Yeah, fucking the fucking awesome. The
1: Funky Monkey. The Funky the monkey, monkey. Yeah. Monkey.
0: Fucking uh, awesome song. So no, I completely agree. Uh, that was uh twenty. No, yeah. I'm on uh.
1: That's funny.
0: All right, so I'm doing Family Matters by a young rapper called Cordae. Uh, it's basically he's talking about being young and and finally like getting it with his rap career and getting money, but how his family has been through so many woes and he's got people that he's trying to help. He's like, I got an aunt and a co- and an aunt that's a di- did the dope and stuff like that, and a cousin that's going through this, and it's just it's an introspective piece about him talking about the woes and family troubles. And even though he's doing well and they're telling his grandma's telling him like, Oh, keep going, worry about yourself and stuff. He thinks he should be home more often. And it just deals with stuff like that. And family is the most important thing, but you got to go do your own thing, but you also have to stay around in that balance. And, and, uh, it's a good one. I like it a lot. All right. 19 Mindy.
1: Okay. 19 is stay. anything else by the band cartel i like this song it was um more towards the bikino part of my life (laughs) um definitely i think this is like one of the last bands that ever played on TRL. i think yeah um so honestly if you went up to somebody and you ask like hey have you ever seen cartel they're gonna like most likely be like what do you mean like a drug cartel what the fuck are you talking about yeah but there actually was a band called cartel oh and this song was just it was very good because like in like the beginning like they didn't have any instruments or anything and they were just like baby yeah and then, like, once it got up to it, he was like, say anything else. Like, everything comes in. Yeah,
0: exactly. Like,
1: the drums come in, the guitars come in, everything comes in out of nowhere. And it's like, oh, shit, okay. Fuck yeah. Because at the first, you think it's going to be a little boring. And then he just said, like, nope, I got a band. And it's like, oh, all right. You do you, boo.
0: You do you. But
1: to me, that was that's a good song.
0: Yeah, for sure. My next one is... My own worst enemy by Lit. Uh, just because I've said the opening line to so many people, can we forget about the things I said when I was drunk? Uh, I
1: didn't mean eh.
0: to call you that. Yeah, just I like that might be the most relatable line in music history. So uh, <laughs> at least for me. So I, I really enjoy the song, and it, it it gets your head bopping. You can be fucking sixty-five years old, and you're fucking like you fucking love. they
1: still do it. Like they were actually on a side street in Philly and they saw someone sing, yeah, singing at as, like, a cover, and they actually got on stage with that band. They uh, they both hopped up, the singer and the bassist of the band that are still really Good Friends. They hopped up, and they went behind the guys and started playing it. Yeah. And, like, the lead singer's like, really good. And then, like, he looks behind him, and, like, at the part was like, please tell me why. And, like, the lip guy was right there. And, like, the guy's like, Oh, what the shit. hell? Yeah. Like, that's why you guys have been cheering so loud? It's not for me, it's for him. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, sorry, sweetheart. Like, feel bad for you a little bit because you thought all that applauding and cheering was for you, but no, that was because you had someone famous standing behind you.
0: Fuck yeah, great song. What's your number 18, man?
1: My number 18 is Far, Far Away from Five Item Frenzy. Whoop, whoop. It's just one of those songs that I can listen to to this day and still know all the lyrics.
0: Yeah, absolutely. All right, my number 18 is uh, me and Cher watched the Temptations documentary a few weeks ago, and it got me fucking back into it. And and David Ruffin, one of the best singers, and fucking Ain't Too Proud to Beg by the Temptations, the ultimate simp song nowadays, because he's just like, please don't leave me. And uh, it's just a great song, and beg and please for your sympathy. It's just a good fucking it it's just so good, and uh everybody in the in the group just fucking is on all cylinders in the song, so that's my number eighteen. What do you got for seventeen?
1: All right, so for seventeen, I got maybe it's Maybelline by Reliant K. Um,
0: ooh,
1: ooh. <laughs> this is a song that my aunt showed me when I was a teenager, and it's really, really cool because it takes the tagline like maybe, maybe she's Maybelline or whatever, and it changes it into something completely different about like people making mistakes and lying about things, and then like maybe like it's this, maybe it's that, maybe it's this, or maybe it's just Maybelline. Yeah, and that was really cool to me when I was a kid that they were able to do that.
0: Yeah, that is sick. And Ryan K is a fucking great
1: band. They
0: are. My number seventeen is from one of my favorite rappers as a kid and even now, Ti. I have what you know, what you know about oh, that. Yeah. Uh, one of his best songs and fucking, I'm surprised this isn't in my top ten, but it's a fucking awesome song. I love Ti and this is my favorite song from him, so I had to put it on there. What's your number sixteen?
1: My number sixteen is California from Hawk Nelson. Okay. So good. Yeah. Yeah. So it's just a feel good song. Go ahead, Daniel.
0: All right, my number sixteen is another Kevin Gates affair. We have time for that. I then gave my watches away. Ain't got no time for that. And just it's kind of a love song, but it's also like a you know, we got to do our own thing, too, and and, and tell him. It's just a good song. Uh, what's your 15th? Uh,
1: Forever by a mix of artists.
0: Drake, Lil Wayne, Kanye, yeah. and fucking Eminem. Yeah,
1: yeah. I
0: remember going kind back to back in the garden. car.
1: Space Jam garden. We would have four
0: of us and all do a different verse. It was a fun time.
1: It oh, was fun. It was very good. I was really good at Lil Wayne's verse for a very, I, we have no idea why. I think it's because I've been memorizing lyrics since I tried to talk. Yeah. Maybe. Boy, I'm really good at Lil Wayne. Yes, you are. Really good at
0: it. Uh, My number 15 is Buffalo's Finest, The Goo Goo Dolls. I have Iris that worked in any romantic occasion oh. ever. You play that for a girl, dude. You're fucking, you're going home tonight. Uh, that's a great song. Uh, And it just fucking, it just makes you feel good. And just, you want to, if you're like, that's the song, like, I know that's not the song they use in, in the movie when, when you have the stereo above your head, but it should be. The Goo oh Goo Dolls. The Google. No. that's what I'm like, the, to me, it's just like, if I'm in a movie in, in the rain, like, talking to a girl, this song's playing in the background. I'm like, come come home with me, babe. Like, giving her flowers, <laughs> like, the flowers are drenched in water. I'm like, you mean a lot to me. Like, it's one of those. So, uh, I got Iris by the Google Goo Dolls. What's your number fourteen? Uh, Rap God by Eminem. Fuck oh, yeah. Uh, rap God, Rap, rap God. God. Now we're getting to some good Anybody,
1: shit. in the back now. A lot I of
0: people like have that. mixed reviews, and some people, this is where Eminem lost them, but I think it's really showing off as lyrical, pro- you're exactly. a lyric person, so. I love
1: this song. Yeah. I'm a lyric person, and he just, he, he, he Basically. Yeah. So he's got a full course meal and he's a southerner and
0: he's about to get to town. And Eminem is something I grew up on. It's like one of my favorite rappers. And like, you know, being a fucking angry white boy, Eminem was my shit. Being an angry white boy from the trailer
1: part.
0: Yeah, Eminem was my favorite And I have two in my top ten, but we'll get to it. That was 14. My yeah. 14 is Teenage Dirtbag. Uh, I'm just a teenage dirtbag, baby. baby. Just, even though the singer with the nasally voice doesn't make me want to smack him a little bit, it's fucking awesome, and it's just like I've been that teenage dirtbag and just like put like that outcast, just that fucking that vibe and that pop, pop that vibe just I I've always fucking jammed with. So that's my fourteen. What do you got for thirteen, Mindy? Uh, what is it, 13? thirteen?
1: Thirteen. Um, Beautiful soul by Jessie
0: McCartney. <laughs> it's so fucking good. My my favorite yeah. video nowadays has been it's like a rap video and it's like a bunch of gangsters with like bandanas and machine guns on like a basketball court like shooting shit up and it's they're singing this song <laughs> and they're dancing around making guns and singing this and it's one of my favorite videos of all time. And it's fucking... And Jesse McCartney... The the OG Justin Bieber and this was his fucking
1: baby. Yeah, this this was his
0: baby and people fucking loved it. This
1: was our believers. Yeah, kind of thing for my generation and I loved every last second of it. I loved him so much. I still (sighs) do. Actually, trip. I'm and pretty sure
0: he, <laughs> which I
1: actually made a remix of which we might actually put on the TikTok because I made a remix about Daniel and Sue. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah. Someday.
0: So someday
1: it's going to it. gonna be on the top. But yeah not right now. It'll get I don't have it completely
0: perfected, but it's good. It's getting there. Good shit.
1: It's getting there. All
0: right. My um, number 13. Sorry,
1: yes. Daniel 13. So, All right.
0: I have one of more, my more relatable songs, Same Asshole by Jelly Roll. Uh, <laughs> This is one of the first Jelly Roll's blowing up. Now I got to him uh, a few years you ago. You
1: got to him a lot.
0: A little earlier, I'd say, yeah. but I, I, I didn't discover him or nothing. He was no. already killing. But uh, fucking this song is fucking amazing, and he was already popping when this song came out. But Jelly Roll is fucking and same ass. So just him talking about his father and his life and trying to grow and and taking care of his kids. It's just a, it's a good like I said, the introspective rap and something with meaning and talking about life. It will usually get me, especially if it's good and catchy, too. And this is all of that into one. So that's my number 13. What do you got for 12?
1: Uh, number 12, I have Na 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 by uh, My Chemical Romance. And, yes, that is, is uh. the That is the title. Uh, I, nah, 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 I, it's just a very – I wrestled between this one and I'm Not Okay, I Promise. Because both of them are just like those hardcore, like, yeah. Like the guitar work is so, it looks so simplistic, but it is so difficult. Yeah. So I would have, I would have to say, nah, 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 nah. Well, would would win in my opinion. All right. Um, but both of them are good songs. Go ahead, Daniel. Let mm. me-
0: this twelve. 12? Uh, yeah. Twelve. Oh, yeah. that was my twelve. Yeah, yeah so you're 12, I'm nice. 12. Hero by Skillet. I need a hero uh, to save me now. It's just that fucking Skillet, one of the best. If you're doing Christian rap, they're fucking awesome. I remember that oh, yeah. Uh, and this is one of their best pops, and fucking, you know, it, it's a good one. It, it's, I don't love them, but I love this song. All right, what's your eleven?
1: My 11 is Stella from All Time Low. Another banger. Never happy when I'm wasted. Oh wait, I'm only happy when I'm wasted. It's really good. It's a good song. And like, and he's like, I'm crawling on the bathroom floor and it's like, oh, and it's like, oh, "Oh, wow. And like, Aunt Sharon even like heard, I believe this is the song she heard at a Walmart. Coming from an employee, and like he was shocked. Yeah, yes, knew. I knew it's, it's all
0: time low. and he's like, "What?
1: You know who this is?" It's like, yeah, like because she always, she, I mean, since I was so open with her music taste towards me, she gave me the same respect. Yeah. So I was able to show her a lot of like the cookie cutter emo bands, like. All time low, May Day Parade, uh, Metro Station, Boys like of Girl, oh, all that all that stuff. Yeah. All that cookie cookie cutter emo stuff. Like the stuff you won't listen to if you don't like Scream Out. So But yeah, that's mine. That was
0: That was yeah. number eleven, right?
1: Yes, that was eleven.
0: All right. I have one of my first earliest hip hop songs I listened to, Ride With Me by Nelly. Uh Someone that when that be nah, 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 and he just wander around me. Nelly just he stood the test of time and this is one of his best songs and I love it. So let's go to the top ten. This has been a blast, Mindy. Uh we're kinda we're running out of airplay here, so we're kinda zooming through but this top ten, this is our favorite shit of all time.
1: All right, so number ten is I'll buy you a new life by Everclear It's a very, very good song, very close and unique. Near and dear to my heart, about a divorced couple that's co-parenting. Yes. I always really wish that my parents could have done
0: that. So, all
1: right, go ahead. All
0: right, I have for my number ten. I have a lot of us men have dealt with women like this. I have "Rich Girl" by Holland Oates. You're a rich girl, and you're going too far. So you know, no 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 man anyway. anyway. You can rely on the old man, buddy. You can rely on the old man, 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 buddy. All All number
1: number, nine. Number nine is um, a pretty strong, actually, but it is What If, and it is from Spring Spring. The what
0: if you did. Yes.
1: Yes, you know what I'm talking about. Very good song. Go ahead, Daniel.
0: My number nine is, you brought up Rap God earlier, but to me, Eminem's best lyrical showcase of all time mm-hmm. is on the Eminem show, and it's Till I Collapse. Oh, okay. Till I Collapse, I'm spilling these raps. Just him fucking, and Nate Dogg on it, singing the chorus, it just, it works perfectly. And him talking his shit, saying where he really ranks himself at, like, number six or seven, and then put the guys you put above him and stuff, mm-hmm. and he's just, he's badass, and this is his best lyrical representation. What's your number eight?
1: Um, my number eight is going to be Cowboy by Kid Rock. Yes. I really like, that was my very first introduction to Kid Rock when I was little. And I believe it was Daniel's too, but Daniel was a baby. But Daniel was such a weird infant that he would cry until my dad put the song on. Right. And like our weird speakers and stuff, like our car would be vibrating because it would be so loud. And Daniel would just be like, hey. <laughs> Like,
0: mm-hmm. so happy.
1: Playing with his little feet. Like, just the happiest kid in the world. And then the like, psychiatrist started off. Ah! Mm-hmm. Oh, shit. Turn it back on now. Put it on. So, that that definitely. Got is, it got a place is, in the is, heart. It's a good one. That's got a place in the heart. That's
0: eight, right? Yeah. Right, my number eight is another very introspective J. Cole song. And this is Love Yours. And to me, this is his best song ever. And it's basically. The theme of it in lines, he says, is that there's always going to be a house that's bigger. There's always going to be someone with more money. There's always going to be someone with a hotter girlfriend, but you got to make sure that you love yours. And there's just something about the message of that. And just like no matter how bad things get, just remember what you have. And just that message that everybody needs, no matter how it's given to you, I love the way it's put and wrapped up in this little package of a song. And this is one of his best works, so. For a guy that's so good lyrically and so good at putting a message in a song and this being such a good message, it all works perfectly because you really, at the end of the day, need to appreciate what you have instead of looking at everything else. It's not a race. It's a marathon, and you're doing what you have to do, and you need to focus on yourself and love what you have at the end of the day, whether it's people, family, possessions, anything. Uh, that's my number eight. Okay. What, yeah, do, you, what do you have for seven? For
1: number seven, I have I Will Be the Greatest Fan of Your Life by Edwin McCain. I think that's
0: a beautiful song. It is a beautiful song. Go
1: ahead,
0: Dana. My number seven is Promises by Wiz Khalifa. It's one for a guy who's like the new age Snoop Dogg and everything is, I'm rolling another blunt. This is one that's about like love and and breakups and you broke those promises, can't take them back now. And it's a very slow, sad song and uh, it means a lot to me. So that's my number seven. Right? Six, five, no. four, three, two, yep, seven Yes Your number six
1: My number six is Stuck on You by Sugarland. Fuck you both Good song
0: <laughs> Stuck on You So good
1: yeah, It's just a really good, like, in your head kind of song It's a so fun song It's fun Stuck right, on. Go ahead. <laughs>
0: The music video about her kidnapping somebody is a little weird, but it's still a great song <laughs> Uh Alright, that's six my number six is something I related to a lot as a, as a kid in high school floats my boat by air. And when they were killing, they were these party guys Like kind of not frat, but like, just like friends hanging out and, and just like on the roof, getting high, sipping on a SoCo, just like I do with floats my boat, just that living young kid, no responsibility, fucking loving life, doing whatever you want, party in life that we all fucking miss. And we're never going to get back to cause we're adults now and it sucks. And, uh, just that that vibe and putting yourself in that vibe back again is always fun. So that's my number six. We're in the top five, this is our top five favorite fucking songs of all time. What's your number five, Mindy? Somebody Kill Me Please by Adam. <laughs> that's a good that start it off.
1: Um, I have sang this song throughout my childhood, throughout my teenage years, throughout my adult years, to this day. If I have something that I'm in the middle of doing and someone calls me and asks me to do something else, you will hear this come out of my mouth. And like normally I just completely get rid of the first verse. And I'll just say, somebody kill me please. And so it's like completely different. And if you heard me singing it, you'd probably think that something was wrong with me mentally, but there is. So it's okay. But, um, in another way, it just, for me, it was really, it was a really fun song. And, like, when I was on the line at, like, top, like when I registered service and whatnot, like, I would sing that song on, like, a Saturday night. Because it was like, oh, my God, someone just kill me, please. Mm-hmm. So, I would sing it. And like my Indian and Bengali and all my workers would be like, Oh, kill happy! Yeah. Like they'll say a lot of it. It's like it was so funny. I love it. Go ahead, Daniel.
0: My number five is something that means a lot to me. And even though, like, I don't relate to, I don't have a kid or anything. But "Mockingbird" by Eminem. I remember playing that a lot as a kid and when I was sad. And it was just a nice sad song and one of his best efforts. So I think it's his best song ever. And because what his best is when he's talking to his daughter and this is what he's doing. And I love it. What's your number four? <laughs>
1: Um, Wild Wild West by Will Smith. Oh,
0: my fucking movie sucked, but uh, yeah, good song. I will always love this song. The
1: movie did suck. The movie was not good. No, not at all. But the song is so good. Like, we're going straight to the Wild Wild West. But you can't tell me that doesn't have a fact. Yeah. So, go ahead.
0: I'm more of a Miami guy, but I feel you. Four is my favorite Green Day song. Holiday! And just so fucking, that's Green Day at its best. And that's, like, I would love to see that in concert and jump up and down and love it. So, uh, that's my number four. Number three, Mindy. Ballroom Blitz. Fucking Pete. awesome song. Classic. I love that song. Ballroom
1: Blitz. Oh. They do an amazing version of it in that uh, Guns Akimba movie
0: that I keep telling you to watch. All right, I'm going to watch this right good... now. But, uh, all right, my number three. Is, and Sharon's gonna be, roll her eyes because she doesn't like this guy, but I thought he's one of the best. I guess if you want to call him mumble rappers, but best rappers of that new generation, Kodak Black. And this, <laughs> I love fucking Kodak Black. I've oh. loved him since high school, so fuck y'all. But uh, first day out, and this is and another guy named T Grizzly made first day out, and it's basically like it, this was recorded on his first day out of prison. And just like first day out brought my i gave my mom a, a, like a thousand racks or ten thousand racks, something like that, and just talking about like his troubles that he's gone through, and been like this is my twelfth time going to prison, and just like but also like. And, like, like, just talking about all the little things, like, he's like, I'm about to bring a girl and blow her back out and stuff like that. And like, because he hasn't gotten ass in a while, it makes sense. It, like, he's getting a good meal in him and stuff. Like, he's detailed stuff he's doing, but he's also like, I'm going to kill it now and I'm not fucking up anymore. We know that's wrong. He goes to jail multiple more times, gets pardoned by the president, and is still in trouble. Donald Trump gave him a pass, which is still one of my favorite news stories of fucking all time, that Donald Trump pardoned him and Lil Wayne uh, from multiple years of prison. But fucking... Uh, first Day Out is Kodak's Blast Best Effort, and I think he gets a bad rap and is one of my favorite rappers. I think he's hilarious, so that's my number three. Number two, Mindy.
1: My number two is um, Your Guardian Angel by The Red Jumpsuit Apparatus.
0: Oh, they're, they came back. Came back hi too. Two, um,
1: it was saying to me by a friend of mine, and
0: I, I, I
1: will always have a soft spot for that song.
0: So, go ahead, Dana. My number two is another one that's deep And something that meant to me a lot as a kid And it's someone that's gone through a lot with You know, I've had a weird relationship With the father and stuff But we're all, like, it's nothing bad or anything But perfect by simple plan And fucking, just being a young kid Just feeling exactly how they feel And relating to all that shit And hey dad, look at me And stuff like that It's just it's it's one of their set And it can come across as really cheesy too But if it means something to you, it means something to you And, and I, this all means something to me And Simple Plan is a great pop punk band It's one of my favorites right up there with Blink-182 I don't know how I missed What's My Age again That was supposed to be on my fucking list So let's give that an honorable mention I don't know how I fucking went past that But uh, Perfect by Simple Plan Is my number two Okay,
1: my number one Is a Lean On Me and the mean on me done by Bill Withers.
0: yeah. Right. Oh, it's one of the best songs of all time. I don't fucking blame you. That's great.
1: Yeah. Like, I'm not a stand-by-me kind of person. Normally, everyone says stand-by-me is the greatest song of
0: yeah. all
1: time. I'm more of a lean-on-me kind of, yeah.
0: Yeah. And there's just something about, like, this is that song to, like, that's that you're a good friend song. Like I'll be there for you, and everyone needs someone like that sometimes. So this yeah. is a good one. That's your number. That was that's your num- number one. That's your favorite song that's of a all time. That's favorite
1: yeah. song of all time.
0: My favorite song of all time, and the first rap song I've ever heard, and the thing that made me want to do it myself, and something I owe a lot of my life to. I wrote a remix to it. I love the song more than anything. I have Juicy by Biggie Smalls and Notorious B.I.G.
1: Is that the Big Papa?
0: Yeah, it's from Big Papa. And we're going to close out with it when we leave. No, it's not Call no. Me Big Papa. It's Juicy. It's if you don't know, now you know. Oh, and that, that one. Out. If you and don't know, now
1: you know. Bleet.
0: And uh, Blippa, right?
1: Yeah, it's not Blippa. All right,
0: good. Uh, but uh, uh, I'm not having Luke on the podcast. Fuck all that. <laughs> but uh, fuck it. <laughs> uh that is my favorite song of all time. And it made me just as a chubby kid that was trying to figure himself out, seeing Biggie Smalls with the confidence and the fucking getting all the girls and counting money and love and living life. And he grew up from nothing. And I felt like very much like him. And I've always like, he's my favorite rapper of all time. This is my favorite song of all time. This shit means a lot to me. I can always, I, I can, this is one. And I know you can say that for maybe your whole list, but I can tell you every single lyric I, I Like you put on the beat You don't need to put on his vocals And I can rap every single thing So Juicy is my favorite song of all time Mindy this was a fucking blast this was Nobody
1: had shaken up I together. loved it we or <laughs> yeah, we're not
0: swifty i kinda am of, a Swifty and I do love and You're I do not love, Swifties. I do love Taylor T. Swifty and no, some of her Swifties shit. but house. I couldn't put shake it off. I had to go juicy.
1: <laughs> I put I am a mild swifty. <laughs> I would put Jason Ralph version of shake it off first. And that was horrible.
0: Oh like that new one. Karma is a god. She's got some good shit, but fucking uh I mean yeah. her. Top fifty songs of all time. Next week on the Stab, I can't believe we did all this. We went about two hours. It's fucking amazing. Uh, next week we'll be back for Nightmare on Elm Street three. It, that's not Dream Warriors, right? Yes, Which one's it the, All right, Dream yes, Warriors, it is. Warriors, baby. Warriors,
1: it's when Nancy comes back.
0: So get ready for that. And the Stab Cast will be back. This is a fucking awesome time. And uh, who do you fucking? All right. a little struggle, you know what I'm saying? It's all good, baby, baby. Shake it, shake it. it was all a dream. I used to read Word Up magazine and pepper and heavy D up in the limousine, hanging pictures on my wall. Every Saturday, rap tax Mr. Magic Molly Malls. I let my tape rock till my tape pop. Smoking with the bamboo, sipping on private stock. Way back when I had the red and black.